0: God is good, and we are not, (laughs) but God is so good that we are loved, and through his justice and through his goodness, he took care of our sin by placing it on his son, Jesus, so that we could have relationship with him. See, left to our own devices, man, we're some bad apples. We're some rotten scoundrels. We are sinners, y'all, but there is living proof that God can take what is bad and make it good. He's not finished until our tree is flourishing. We're here to talk about it all. The rise, the fall, the faith, the fear, the good, the bad, the wins, the losses, life, love, and all of the above. And we're here to have fun while we do it. This is the Bad Apples Podcast. Let's go.
1: We are finally back.
0: Oh my goodness. I just welled up with so much excitement. Finally Uh, back. And I just let off a little giggle while I was listening to the intro.
1: When, like... Yeah, so here's the story, folks. We have a really good plan <laughs> on how we are going to make this like the best season of the bad apples ever. Mm. And uh, then, oh, like a month ago, we were recording yeah. Yeah. on a Friday morning. It was a Friday. Just morning. like this. Yep. Just <laughs> like Just like this. Just like this. <laughs> and I got a call during our break uh, from Emily and my wife, and our van broke down, so I had to go rescue her. Yeah, man. um And so she was like – all the way in petersburg which from cody's house is like
0: yeah it's a good drive yeah
1: it's 45 minutes so i busted it over there to to get her and everything the van got fixed it was stupid expensive yeah stupid expensive but van got fixed the the day was saved but but that episode is is it's
0: Bye yeah, bye. It's, just, it's just a little, <laughs> I, I was listening to it last night because we, you know, we had the first part recorded, but it was just a little too dated. Like it dated us a little bit and man, the people, man, the people are listening. Yeah, they, are. And they, they want, they, deserve, they want fresh content. They deserve fresh content. So speaking of fresh content, I want to share this moment right, right at the beginning. Okay. okay. Um. I I want to, it's a heartfelt moment. It's just a sentiment that I just needed to share. And I just want to be open with you for a second. I didn't tell you I was going to do this, uh, but it's been a, it's been a really uh, hard couple of days. And um, you know, in 2014, the Celtics drafted Marcus Smart, and they traded him just just yesterday. This and, means nothing to me, and it, but it means everything to me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just I and Marcus, I was, I Marcus, if you're listening, oh gosh, he's not
1: listening. <laughs> There ain't no chance he's listening. He don't know you exist. Uh, but
0: we did get Chris Stapp's Porzingis, so you know what? I don't know who that is either. Well, he's the uh, basketball's dumb. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway. Basketball's super dumb. It's not super
1: dumb. Especially especially pro basketball. <laughs> <laughs> You're way too late. You're way too late. <laughs> now instead it sounds like you just tried to cuss me out or something. I, well, maybe I did. <laughs> um, so anyway, we are in the midst of summer, yeah, like in man. the thick of summer. Ooh, are we? Right? Well, yeah, we are. It I just mean, started yesterday. Well, okay, yeah, but but <laughs> as far as summer vacation, you're about halfway through.
0: Oh, I, I do not feel like I have a summer vacation happening. Yeah, <laughs> like no, but like summer vacation from school. <laughs> yeah, from school. You're not quite halfway through. No, yeah, you know. yeah, but it's it's hard to believe that July is coming pretty quick. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when you're when you have summers off, or, or you know, at least from school. Um, you ha- you kind of have that mountain you're climbing yeah. until July 4th. Yeah. After July 4th, it's all downhill and it's all like really fast. Yep. Um, so that's kind of how it is. Now I'm going to be honest. Like there's been some moments this summer that I've been like, just get me back to fall. Really? <laughs> yes, dude. <laughs> Are you bored or what? No, it's not a boredom at all. It's um, college. Oh, okay. I started college since the last time we had the podcast.
1: Yeah, you are what's a what's WIU's mascot?
0: The leather neck. You're a leather neck. <laughs> love it.
1: That actually suits you.
0: It right.
1: To be a leatherneck. Yeah,
0: it does. The leather neck. Like I have a leather neck. I,
1: what is a leather neck? Well Is that it, a dog of some sort or it's what?
0: A, like a bulldog, it looks like. Okay. All you right. know, and it has That's a weird he has a leather collar. You know. So. Such a
1: such a weird, weird mascot.
0: I you know, there's, there's a much oh there's much weirder. Yeah.
1: If we were a different podcast, we would talk about all the terrible things that <laughs> that uh, that places in Illinois have done as Ooh. far as like their mascots. Oh, well, I could
0: we could do West Virginia as well. Oh man, yeah,
1: like the racially insensitive stuff. Oh, the, okay, oh, that's okay. what I'm saying. It's like oh, I thought such was just the dumb ones. No, 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 not the dumb ones. There's a lot of dumb ones we could talk about. Dumb ones, but yeah, man, yeah. there's like some. You did what now? Like, yeah. you call them the what? You know, yeah. You well, can't you know, do you that. get the. I mean, well. No, we're not doing it. Yeah. So, <laughs> we're, we're not that podcast. Um, so, anyway. Well, but, like, summer yeah. in it, doing it. Yeah. What are some, like, so I discovered something this summer. Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't really, I heard about it on the Super Bowl, but I never, like, purchased anything from okay. it. Okay. But oh, it's, yeah. is it T Moo? T It's what I call it. T Bro. T Temu. Yeah. So okay. This has now, changed my life, bro. I, I bought. I made one order from them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Emily likes these these tank tops, and she's buying them from from Target. Yeah. And they had like four of them for like for like fourteen dollars. Yeah. Like a four pack of them. So I'm like from Temu. Temu. Yeah. So I bought them, and as well as some other things as now. <laughs> yeah. Everything else, like so, I got some sunglasses I already lost for myself. Um, and then, oh, and then man, no. I got like Q-tips cause I mean, they have like, you know, a million Q-tips for a buck. I'm like, okay, like, what I mean, here's the, my thinking is like, dude, if these things are going to be garbage, I don't want to like, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not buying Advil from this place. Cause I don't put that stuff on my body like <laughs> Q-tips. Yeah. I could do that. Bro, I'm dying. All right. I know you are. Um, and then I bought these, these tank tops. Hang on. These tank tops though. Like they're like half a shirt. <laughs> like, <laughs> like crop top they were like no not a crop top it's like the whole half shirt it's like they <laughs> they forgot the rest of it and that was not what they advertised and so uh was like yeah i never i'm never gonna wear these like oh, never ever man. yeah and see, so i don't
0: know anything about their clothes so anything. what i
1: did is i sent a message to timu and i said hey like um i'm gonna return these what's the best way to do this they said i'll just donate them throw them away do whatever you want we're gonna refund you the, the money oh, yeah. so sounds like i got that. like a, i got a 14 credit it turns out I can buy a house for fourteen dollars from T M. Yeah,
0: you guarantee it. I'm
1: just kidding. But they do have like I'm looking at like they got a Bass Pro hat here for like three thirty seven. Dude, it's unbelievable. They got a oh man, they reduced the price on that. But there's a there's an Apple Watch band for a dollar seventy eight. Yep. They have those yep. JBL, those JBL speakers. Yep. Now they're they're not branded JBL, it's like T or something like I don't know THC. Yeah. No, that's the wrong thing. Um, <laughs> no, no TGD did T-G-D, T-G-D, <laughs> Hallelujah. Anyway, it's twelve bucks. It's 12 a, a, a seventy five dollars speaker and it's yep. twelve dollars and like you know I don't know.
0: I bet you they would sponsor us. <laughs> Timu. <laughs> yeah. I don't. And they mind by TMU. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Uh, listen. So what I did, I started searching for. Um, so I had the patio out here. And I wanted some of those, like the metal signs or the, you know, okay. the the tin signs that are really popular. Yeah. Um, so I, was, I just Googled, you know, cheap tin signs and Timu was the first place that popped up. They have thousands of these things. Oh, I bet. Bro, I got so many and it was like Bigfoot tin signs and Winchester and, and uh, you know, all these like just yeah. cool tin. And I got them for like two bucks a piece. Yeah. So then I started realizing – Well, I mean, just like think about the foam stuff. They oh, have I mean. that. They have it on Timu. I saw it. And I'm like, are you um, kidding me? I'm going
1: to search to see if they got some mic stands. Yeah, man.
0: Yeah. And, like, so um, I started thinking, dude, I could get stuff from my classroom because I got a new classroom coming up this school year. Uh-huh. So I can get stuff for that for super cheap. And I started getting stuff for that. And I just bought – this is not from my classroom. But I just bought – a laser pointer. Now, oh not, yeah,
1: you told me about this. I'm
0: not talking about the laser pointer for like the whiteboards. I'm talking about you shine it up in the sky and you can bring down a 747 jet plane. Yeah, the FAA is uh, <laughs> is currently. <laughs> I paid five bucks for this it. thing. You know. Yeah. And dude, I love Timu. You love t Yes, I do. All right,
1: well, I'm, I'm looking for podcast mics right now. They have one that looks super legit <laughs> that is like, I mean, look at this thing. It's it's crazy. It's crazy nice. Um, yeah, hang on. And it's an actual micro stand. No, it's a stand. Look at that. Oh, though. yeah. But, it, but it's still $38. It ain't
0: cheap. You know? Oh, man, I paid. This was 25
1: Yeah, I know. Uh, you know, this one looks nicer than yours, though. Wow. I'm just saying, it does.
0: <laughs> but, but then you get it, and it's...
1: Well, it could be t- total garbage, but the nice thing is, is their return policy is we just refund you and you keep the item.
0: Yeah, and you know what you could do with thirty eight bucks on Timu? Uh, you, I mean, I mean, you're big balling, bro. Yeah, dude, you might be able to buy a car <laughs> um, or another mic stand. Shout out to Timu. <laughs> oh, they don't care. <laughs> they, they might. Why are you shouting people out that let have no? Let me, let me tell you something. No no They care right. about somebody, or they wouldn't be giving us these
1: prices. They care about they, money. They are trying. They care about Be- Jeff Bezos. They're trying to... They're, they're headhunting Jeff Bezos. I don't know what he did to tick them off, but they are they are after now, his
0: life. Every time I've ordered, though... Now, I'll, I'll say this about Tima. This is the one negative thing I'll have to say. Okay. Their packaging sucks. Okay. Like, please just put your stuff in a box. Like, why, why is it so hard to just put it in a box? Like, I don't know what your package came in. Mine comes in bags, okay? Oh, yeah. And...
1: Well, it's the it's cheaper.
0: Yeah, and even, like every um, every ten sign I got, and I'm telling you what, I mean they pack it like crazy. Yeah, but I mean they pack it like they were Pablo Escobar in Colombia. You know what I mean? They're, they're packing talking? it. You oh know gosh. what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> it's packed tight. <laughs> Just continue. That was a cocaine reference. For I know it's a cocaine know. reference. <laughs> cocaine.
1: Cocaine. Shout out to my new girlfriend fans out there. <laughs> cocaine. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I knew this episode was going to be crazy.
0: <laughs> oh, you got the Beastie boy shirt on. That's, that's the problem. That's, that is the problem. <laughs> uh, uh, but, yeah, so, it, like, every tin sign came, like, a little dented because it was, so, it was packed in there so tight it just bent them. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, I paid $2 for this. It looks like it has a little bit of, you know, character now that it's a little bent. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, you know. yeah.
1: I just got the best idea. Okay. The best idea. Ooh. What we need to do. Okay. We need to do a Timu face off. Like it. so <laughs> okay. we need to we what we need to do is we, we need to say, all right, it's you know, twenty dollars each. Okay. We each got twenty dollars to spend on Timu. And what do we get? And we want to see who can get the best item and we let people vote on it. Oh <laughs> Dude, this is a youth group game, like, you know, yeah, it's that's come awesome. to life, right? That's here. awesome um i that was like as soon as i saw this like my instant thought was dude youth group prices just got so easy oh man you're, you're, you're know, not you're like not
0: kidding. yeah the stuff you can get we're on gonna that. save tons of money yes. i just
1: have to think about things way far in advance because it does take two weeks it for takes it to get here. a while
0: to get here but it's free shipping it is free shipping and not and like and the discounts they give you the like coupons you can get oh dishes, yeah it's, it's so worth the coupons it. are wild it's it's just crazy to think that I mean, the signs I bought, so, for example, the signs I bought for my yep. patio, if I would buy those in Hobby Lobby, I mean, oh, they'd yeah. be half off, but they'd still be 20 bucks. Oh, yeah. You know, probably. Oh, yeah. um, but, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just wild, dude. Yeah. It's wild.
1: It's, it's crazy.
0: Bro, here we are.
1: We're sipping on some coffee. We're sipping on some coffee. All Sips right, tell us I about the coffee.
0: About. So, I, I uh, went and ventured over to downtown Springfield and they to had the farmers market to the farmers market on a Wednesday. I don't know if they're there on a Saturday. Do you feel extra hipster now? Um, yes, I do. I got yeah, to, really I, I,
1: I, but I always do. Really, you, you <laughs> kind of have a hipster flow. <laughs> do I really? Yeah.
0: I don't know if I. I don't know if I'm offended by that or not. You shouldn't be. I don't, I'm a, okay. I'll take coffee hipster, but not anything else hipster. Okay. Maybe music hipster. Ooh,
1: yeah. Do you, I, like I mean, here's the thing. I like that. you got hipster hair. I do. Yeah.
0: Dang, bro! You got
1: hipster hair. You got the hipster beard. That, ooh, ooh, you got some hipster style.
0: Ooh, thank you. I'm wearing Carhartt a lot. Is that hipster? Yeah, I think so. I don't know either. Maybe it's it's utilitarian. Uh,
1: Carhartt has kind of left the world of like actual working people and moved to like a style brand. That's a bummer because so, I really
0: love it for for when I work outside. Yeah, it's great. I, mean, I love the little um, man boob pocket. Ooh, all right. The man
1: boob pocket. What's nice about that is you take your phone. That's the that's the night that, yeah. like chest yeah. pockets are awesome for for phones. Life hack. Yep, this is super. We were talking about the coffee. We haven't even got there yet. Yeah, we'll um, there. hang on. But if you're flying this summer, mm. if you're uh, especially if you're a man and you're flying this summer, ooh, dude, wear a shirt with a chest pocket on it. Yeah, easy. Because it's so convenient, it is. It's so convenient. Yes, it it's is. It's like you know, they they you know, you sit down and they've got that little you know Clorox wipe that's sitting there, and yep. it's supposed you're supposed to wipe down your station and that kind of stuff. Man, I don't know about you. I'm not using that for that. I'm taking. I'm pocketing it because you know what? I'm going to have to use the bathroom when I get to the airport.
0: I've, I've never flown, so I don't know.
1: You've never flown? No, bro. Never flown in an airplane. Could
0: you see my big butt on an airplane? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I could. I mean, I just—I've never had a reason to. I guess
1: you've never flown in an airplane, no, bro, not ever,
0: not ever, never. Ne- he- I mean, I'm pretty fly, but I've never been in an airplane. Do
1: they wait? Do they have airports in West Virginia?
0: <laughs> yes, actually, <laughs> the 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 one the their big their biggest one is bigger than Springfield.
1: What? Okay, I've I've been to people's private airfields. It's uh, bigger than Springfield's uh, bigger, airport.
0: Bigger than Springfield's airport. Yeah, Springfield's airport is <laughs> disappointing.
1: No, it's not. It, that is spoken like somebody who's never flown before. What do you mean? Because here's what's awesome. I'm talking about size. It don't matter. It's great. The size is best. Because here's why. The small? Yes. Because I had a flight that left at left. Left <laughs> departed the gate Ooh. at six thirty AM. Okay. I arrived at six fifteen. Six fifteen. And I made my boarding group. Was I got a direct flight? Yeah, to Chicago. So, like, I, oh, I was able to. Wait, I was able,
0: 12 hours?
1: No, no, no. No, no, no. 12 hours. I what got did to, you say? I'm not even listening. You're not listening. <laughs> Typically, when you fly, if you fly, okay. you have to be at the airport about an hour in advance. Okay. I got through security and made my boarding group. Okay. In less
0: than five minutes. Okay.
1: Five minutes.
0: That's That's crazy. You know how
1: much parking was? It was free.
0: That's wild. You know
1: how far I had to walk to get to the door? Not very. So
0: how long did it take you to get to Chicago?
1: Like, I don't know, an hour, hour and a half, something oh, okay. like that. I don't remember. Okay. Now, super sketch time. I totally heard that wrong. Yeah, I know, because you weren't listening. Um, <laughs> we're going to get to the coffee, I promise. Mm. Have I ever told you about flying out of Decatur?
0: <laughs> Wait.
1: Decatur has a... Airport. They have an airport. Yeah, it's about the size of Springfields. Okay. So... Wow. It might actually... Be a little bit bigger I'm not quite sure but anyway so I flew out of Decatur yeah, I was I in Decatur is. on Monday I think it is bigger because ADM flies out of out of Decatur that's wild Um, and they've got like private jets and stuff like that but anyway um, which Cousin Tim he's flown on the private jets with out of, out of ADM so that's wild because uh, he's done working like kentucky and in and chicago and he does that every once in a while so all right cousin um, tim cousin tim shout out cousin tim All right. anyway um because he actually does listen
0: oh cousin tim listens yeah he actually listens all right cousin tim so
1: i tried to get him on uh, oh, he should man because he's an elder at his church i thought it'd be fun to have like elder tim on and he's a drummer yeah we need drummers on the podcast i am a drummer wow i'm a real drummer <laughs> okay and you're back good. up off you are good um uh, man this is like you you brought up something else that I need to talk about later. Um,
0: this is what happens yeah. when we're apart for this long. Yeah. So
1: <laughs> anyway, but I flew out of Decatur once and they're like, "Hey, you're flying on a turbo prop." I'm like, "I don't sure, I don't know what turbo prop is." Right. Sure, whatever. So I like I get there and they weigh the bag, which is normal. Okay, yeah. And then they weigh me. <laughs> oh,
0: and see, I'd be so, in trouble. <laughs> so they weigh me
1: and I'm like, why exactly am I getting weighed? They want, they're they like, oh, we want to make sure that we don't, like, we have the right amount of fuel and weight on the, like, we don't want to over-tax over, over oh tax the plane. I would you be know? in trouble. Or we want to have enough, I don't remember how it worked. It, it, was it enough fuel to manage the weight of the plane, or was it not having so much fuel that the, the plane would be weighed down? Anyway, yeah. my weight mattered. Mm. I don't want my weight to matter on any airplane I right. get on. I get on this plane. There are there are eight passengers including me on this plane.
0: Eight. Oh my eight.
1: Oh, I've been in vans with more people. You're, I, you're in flying fact, in a
0: pack of gum. Yes.
1: My 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 <laughs> personal van. My personal <laughs> van at my house carries more people. Oh than my this, this, than the, no. This uh, is terrifying. So anyway, I get on this plane and what the with the pilot and there is a co-pilot. What they do is they turn around. <laughs> they turn around. They're like, hey. We're going, we're going to be flying to Chicago. You need to wear your seatbelt the whole time. Hey, there's no restroom on board, so you better be able to hold it. It's only an hour flight. It's going to be real good. This is Johnny.
0: I'm,
1: I'm Joe. And, like, he, tur- he turns around and just shouts the whole rundown at us. And I'm looking at this other dude, and he's like, "Nah, we're dead. We're dead. We're done. We are dead. A turboprop is a prop plane. It's a propeller plane. And it's not a jet. It's not a little bitty jet. It's a a propeller plane. Uh, We spent – Was he controlling it with a Logitech controller? No, no. Like, (laughs) I'm so conflicted as to how to talk about that, but we will will maybe address that later. Um, But, uh, like, we take off. We get to Chicago – it was like an hour flight. We spent an hour in taxi on the runway more right. than like we spent more time driving around the airport in Chicago because they don't want you landing where the jets land because you'll get squished. And so <laughs> like <laughs> like we are a fly <laughs> on the windshield of some of them planes like. <laughs>
0: Dude, you're killing me today.
1: And so we, uh, we, you know, we taxi back to the airport, and uh, it was wild. It was a wild time. Like,
0: it Sounds terrifying.
1: It, it was a little bit scary. But after, now that I've done it, I, I can say that it was still scary. But it, it was okay. <laughs>
0: still, still scary. Still scary.
1: So, yeah. anyway.
0: I, I guess, so I'm not, like, <clears throat> I'm not scared of flying. I just don't really, I've never had a really, like, a reason to, um, you know. How how long does it take you to get to West Virginia? Eight hours. Mm. That man, is it's like way, it's way cheaper. Mm. Like I've tried Eight to hours find flights. It's like, like that
1: that gap where it's like, man, because for for us to get to where you would be, you'd need to either fly from Springfield to Chicago or Springfield yeah. to St. Louis. Yeah, and it would just. be. Or you need to drive to to St. Louis or Chicago. If you drive yeah. to St. Louis, yeah, you're, you know, hour and a half, two hours, yeah, in, in driving, you're gonna get there. Probably an hour and a half, two hours early to get parked and everything like that. You're going to pay yeah. for parking. Yeah. There's four hours right there. Yep. You know, and then
0: you and got I just your got, like, I, don't even, I don't even stop. Like I stopped yeah. one time when I drive. It makes sense. And I just, man, I just barrel through. Eight you know hours I mean? is tough. But now yeah. I go to,
1: I fly at least once a year. So I'll fly to hey, to right. to Colorado. Um, okay. And yeah,
0: um, I yeah I, I even. um I went to Florida once from West Virginia, and I didn't fly. I drove. Yeah. Well, how and long it was the drive from West Virginia? Uh, it was seventeen hours. Holy moly! It was supposed to be thirteen. Dang, and, that's a long time. And, and I'd fly for that. And I wanted to, I like, you know, I wanted to see everything because I, you know, I hadn't seen. I mean, I'd, I'd seen Atlanta, but I hadn't seen parts of South Carolina, like the lower parts of South Carolina. I hadn't seen the, like the, you know, the north part of Florida. I hadn't seen Florida at all. So I just wanted to. Uh, I knew we were going to be going through Savannah, so yeah. I was like, "Oh man, you know, I want to see Savannah, Georgia." Um, yeah. So it was just kind of one of those things where it's like, "All right, we're going to do this." And of course, our our hotel was getting paid for, but like travel wasn't getting paid for, so we could we just couldn't get a, you know we couldn't afford a ticket. Sure. Um. So, um. We have, drove it. Ended up in like floods in South Carolina. And had to go to these, like, towns that were completely flooded. And, like, they had to reroute us in the middle of the night. Uh, didn't get to the hotel until, like, 4 a.m. Yeah. Had to get up at 8 a.m. To, to work conferences. Like, it was just, yeah. Or, it was Orlando. It was, like, it was so hot. And I had to dress up.
1: Yeah, I always got to fly to Orlando. So, flying to Orlando, like, that's, and that's the other thing, is depending on where you're going. So, like, Springfield flies direct to Orlando. Like, For cheap. Yeah, for cheap, yeah, you like hundred bucks, cheap, you know, yep. like hundred yep. plus bucks. But anyway, yep. like you know, so flying to Orlando is a cakewalk, yeah. You know, um, getting to getting to Denver is a bit of a pain in the butt, but it, Denver, it, Denver, you know, because there's not a direct flight from Springfield. I mean, you got to fly if you're going to fly from Springfield, you got to fly to Chicago, yeah, and then get on a plane in Chicago and go to Denver. But okay, there's worse things in the world. I I will say, I mean, like the the flight to Chicago, you can usually get those round trip for about a hundred dollars. Okay, for what you are going to pay in gas, parking, I, headache. So I like the train. Stress the train.
0: I like it. The train's slow, dude. We got there, and me and my friend Sherman, we got there in like three hours. That's about how long it takes you to drive. I know.
1: And then you are stuck <laughs> but at we the were train on the train, station. dude. And then you get around the train people. We weren't on. We weren't stuck at all. Okay, we got on and then got off. And then you had to. Then well, then you had to like get an Uber or
0: walk. Oh, no, we walked. Okay. Yeah, it just you put us downtown, so, okay. everything see, Chicago, okay. so everything we wanted to see because we'd never been to Chicago. Okay, everything we wanted to see was in the bean distance. and the uh, yeah I went I to know. the bean. The bean was the farthest thing we walked to. Okay, but everything else like you know Giardano's and all that stuff, uh, which I found out is really not the go to uh, Chicago pizza place. There's other other places that well, it people prefer. On to. That's true. I mean, I thought it was good. I don't. I'm not a big, you know, you know, I'm not a big pizza fan. Yeah, but deep so. dishes. It's too much sauce. Next level. It's
1: too much sauce. Okay. You
0: can be wrong. It's fine. <laughs> you can be wrong. See? You told me I was wrong. You say you yeah. don't say that, but you said it.
1: I said you can be wrong. <laughs> I don't know that. I've never said that. I don't tell you you're wrong. You do. Did I ever say All that? All the time. Yeah. Bring it back up. Receipts.
0: <laughs> anyway, I don't know how in the world we got off on that.
1: Oh, I do. But anyway, this is from so let's land Jacksonville.
0: Jacksonville. Illinois. Jacksonville Illinois they come over to Springfield for the market yeah they set up um man they what caught my eye was um their their packaging their logos I just I love a I just love a really simple like black you okay. know and it, it's just really cool how it was and I was like man I bet they're good and I heard a friend say they were they were what's they the were name of it good. Elm City coffee Elm City Elm City and this is their Brazil. Uh, it's a dry process bean. Uh, I don't exactly know what that means without having the info in front of me, uh, but I do know it's specifically dry process. I know, like for example, arrowroot. They will do a honey honey wash process yeah. or a different types of uh, process like a wet bean or whatever. Sure. Um, but this is a bean, a <laughs> wet, wet bean. But this is a really good cup of coffee. I would like for you to join me um, in the sip. I already took like four sips. It's cold at this point. I meant the listeners Oh Okay Because <laughs> I've been sipping on it the whole time as well mm. so. It was good I mean it's good it's Yeah good I like it Um, I've had some pretty, pretty decent better coffee Better than Cameron's coffee we had Oh Jesus Yeah we missed the People missed that episode But on that last episode We were going to have oh. Cameron's coffee oh. Which yeah. was the value coffee Yeah and it oh. was
1: oh. Yeah, It was mostly Cody's fault but
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I did it Have you had it since? No got to give it another try? Well, I'll, I'll say this: I, I had, I did make it once because. So I'm working at a golf course. Yeah, you are. And when I'm on the mower, the uh-huh. zero turn bad boy diesel mower that I'm going to drive, <laughs> um, the coffee will spill because I'll hit you know I'll hit some okay, boats or so something. Okay, so you want to be and, putting the premium. And, so stuff I'm not in putting there. the yeah I'm not putting the premium stuff in my. In so you're my, drinking
1: hot coffee on the mower. Oh, dude,
0: yeah, you're nuts. No way, man. I used to always think my dad was crazy for drinking hot coffee in 90 degree weather it cha- it like it it regulates your innards somehow it's science look at that no it's
1: not i promise there ain't nothing science it's about supposed that.
0: to like it's supposed to like regulate you so you can like drink it it's fine
1: it makes you regulate it in other ways but i don't know about like it has temperatures. it has
0: one of the, it has i've had to poop sometimes yeah while drinking you, it on the you're on telling the
1: you're telling me that You're sitting out in the hot, you're drinking telling, hot liquid, bouncing around up and down on that mower, <laughs> and, you, and you feel like you might poop your pants? Dude, I'm just happy as a lark
0: out there. <laughs> I'm just out there singing God's hymns like a canary. Are you, actually? Some days. Yeah. Most, of the time. most days it's like Dr. Dre, the yeah. chronic. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah.
1: Beastie Boys was the other day. Yep, yep. Nice. <laughs> Nice. Yeah. Well, hey, we do have some good content that we want to get to. Yeah, uh, we're pumped about that. Yeah, I'm pumped about that. You are 90 percent through one of the books that we've been. Uh, yeah, I've man. been trying to get you to read. So it's been a good.
0: It's been a long book, but it's been great. Yeah. Been so great
1: we're going to talk a little. Uh, we just really want to talk about one thing about Irresistible. Okay. And and then we will wrap her up. Yeah. So hey, but we got a quick message from.
0: Yeah, we don't have a message partner. today. We don't have oh, a message, oh. but what I what I have my for brother, us I misspoke. today, it, <laughs> I I just wanted to share you guys share with you guys a classic jam that uh, that encapsulates how I feel about Garrett and all the all the people out there that listen. Hey, you know what? This is a brotherhood, a sisterhood. We got all friends, and we're just going to jam with y'all. Oh, here is uh, DC I Talk. I swear ah. I didn't know this was coming.
1: Oh, just a few more seconds. Okay. All right.
0: Oh, man. Michael Tate, man. DC Talk, bro.
1: DC Talk. Well, that was was a time. (laughs) That was something.
0: That's one of my favorite DC Talk songs. Really? But it's also one of my favorite songs. Lean on Me. Yep. Um and then when DC Talk does it and like adds that funk to it, uh-huh. I'm like, man. Yeah, nice. yeah. It it was good.
1: So like DC Talk, since we're talking about it. Yeah. Um <laughs>
0: yeah, that's what you did there.
1: Um they, but for real, it's so it's so funny to talk about them because they um I never listened to their music when I was a kid. Yeah, like, me either. It was not it was not on the table. Yeah, now like same. I know like Jesus Freak and you know, yeah. some of that other stuff, but like they have two books. That came out that they, they like, they didn't write them necessarily, but they helped produce them, and they slapped their name on them so they would take off. Okay. And they were so formative to really? me. Really? Yeah, when I started taking my face seriously. Okay. Jesus Freaks, which right. was, a a, new, it's like, yeah. it's a new take on, basically, Fox's Book of Martyrs. And, like, mm. I had never... I mean, you you know conceptually there's people out there who died for their faith. Right. But having to go through those stories, number one, it's like, dude, like you have, number one, taken this for granted. Yeah. You've taken yeah. your freedom with, with your faith for granted. Mm-hmm. And number two, like, is your faith at a point where you would die for your faith? Oh, wow. Like, are you willing to give it all for Jesus? Like, to and not even, not for Jesus in, in order to, like, you know, like do him a favor or anything mm. like that, but like, are you so, are you so convinced mm. that you'll give it all for him, like, like and for your faith and and those stories are challenging and inspiring and um, and again like DC Talk they came in and they, they helped package it in such a way yeah that like people would read it yeah
0: and uh, and I love them yeah here's so, what's here's the fun fact, um, Toby Mac his grandpa was a coal miner from West Virginia. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, man. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: And then the other book was, it was like a companion book to that it was Promises for a Jesus Freak. Okay. And so like the Promises for a Jesus Freak is basically a, I guess it'd be like a concordance or like a, you know, um, it, it's basically like, if you have questions about X, here okay. are some some scriptures for oh, you. Oh, that's good. If you, you know, if you are struggling with worry, here's some scriptures for you. Okay. And, and so like, as a youth pastor yeah who had no idea what I was doing. That's super helpful. It was awesome. Yeah. And, man, because wow. like it was it, it kids would be like, hey, you know, I got questions about X. Yeah. And would be like, well, let's let's open our promises from the Jesus Freak book and, yeah. and flip to the and it was so helpful. And so like I, I was building sermons off of this little book. That's awesome. Um, yeah, now they sure. were terrible sermons. Um but it was like, hey, this is what God has to say about this, and so man, maybe apply it to your life in this way, you know. And I mean, that's basically, I guess, what sermons are in a nutshell. But humble like, beginnings, yeah. And and that promises for a Jesus Freak book was helpful for me too because I was like, what do I do with this or that or whatever? Well, that's you know? cool. And and it, so I'm if, glad
0: I made that connection. Yeah, didn't know.
1: Yeah, so that's a that's a free thing for you if you uh, if you like to read, or even if you don't like promises yeah. for a Jesus freak. Yeah, pick it up if you if you sure. stink at reading the Bible, but you want like just little snippets, and you're tired of using Google. Yeah, pick it up; there it's cool. And they even use different versions, like so they'll like um, they'll use different versions of of scripture, like different translations. Okay, to to help contextualize like what you're trying to, mm-hmm. to learn about God. So yeah. There's like more thought in it than just like, you know, keyword searches in the U version hat. That's cool. I so,
0: didn't I knew about the, the martyrs one. But I didn't know about that one. So. Yeah. No, it's a it's a little extra one. That's cool. So sadly, um one of them has denounced faith. Oh. Yeah. It's not Tate, but it's it's not Toby, obviously. But it's the third one. Kevin Thanks. Kevin. I don't know. Kevin Again, I don't know. Kevin that. Max. That's his name. Ooh. I think that's a bummer. Yeah, it is a bummer. So <laughs> anyway, yeah. So um, just wanted to throw that jam out there for us today in the theme of deconstruction. Oh, here we go. Let's talk about irresistible. You know that word deconstruction. Uh huh. Have we it's talked about such, it yet? I don't. I don't think so. Maybe, but it's got such a bad rep, and I, I don't. I don't think that it's that bad of a word. Well, yeah. It it's
1: been associated with deconstruction is you are leaving the faith. Yeah
0: yeah um but crazy enough lecrae does a song called deconstruction and he really breaks it down what his deconstruction looked like and it was it was actually leaning more into the faith yeah and i loved it it was formative yeah i loved it so so uh yeah so here we are man irresistible uh andy stanley um what would you want what do we want to talk about with it
1: well okay so here there's a there's a lot in the book. I okay. haven't read it. Yeah. And, like, so I read it, like, a year ago, year plus ago, year okay. plus ago. Okay. So probably like 18 months to two years ago is when okay. I when I came across the book. Um, I was actually at a conference when I first heard of it. Um, I was at one of the Orange Tour conferences, and what they did is they tagged, like, an Andy Stanley conference on the front end of it. Sure. Where he talked about deep and wide. Have you ever heard of deep and wide? I haven't, yeah. Okay, all right, deep and wide. Yeah. It's a book about, like, um. For, it's for church leaders. It's how do you yep. grow your your congregation deep and wide. Yep. Deep, deep and wide. wide. Yeah. Yes. Right. So <laughs> there's a Anyway, so um, he was talking about that, and this was like his companion book to it. It was like the next level. And okay. so he started talking about this. And I remember listening to him, like I, I, like, I get it. Like, I hear what he's saying. I, you know, I'm picking up on that. And yeah. so – uh, it it was good stuff, but it wasn't until um, and that was man that was probably twenty sixteen. Okay, wow. maybe yeah. That I went to that yeah. You know maybe 2017. I don't remember. It was yeah. a while ago yeah. that I went to that conference. But um, fast forward a couple of years and uh, a few years, and then I actually read the book, and there was like one thing that really stood out to me,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it's what he got blasted on. Oh yeah, he did. But like it's this idea that all scripture is useful, mm-hmm. but not all scripture is as useful. Right. You know. So yeah. like and some some scriptures more useful. Let me say it, let me say it that way. Yeah. Like, um, you know,
0: here, you you talk. So um I like what he was saying. He he kinda used the word applicable. And so you know, what he's saying is and, and he and he pushed this issue throughout the book. He's not saying that. Uh, scripture is not, you know, is not going to be good or not going to be, or we shouldn't read certain parts of the Bible or we shouldn't, you know, or whatever is less important. But what he is uh, bringing in here is Old Covenant, New Covenant. And he's talking about how if we're going to say, all right, we're going to apply this part of the Old Testament, we have to apply it all. Like we can't just pick and choose like a lot of churches do. I mean, denominations are formed on picking and choosing parts of the Bible that they want to uh, follow or not follow. Right. And so like the Bible, some parts of it is going to be more applicable to our life yeah. than other parts of it. And we just have to understand that. Like we're not going to be able, you know, to apply some parts of the old Testament because it's old covenant. Sure. You know? So, and so like
1: he even, he brings up second Timothy three sixteen, mm-hmm. Um and you know, um, and this is what second th- Timothy three sixteen says, it says all scripture is God breathed and is mm-hmm. useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting and training in yeah. righteousness. And he's like, that doesn't change. And it is, it's true. Like exactly. if you, if you go through like all of scripture, it's useful in yes. some way, like yes. even, even in our context, but there's some scripture that is more important, especially to, yep. especially to new Christians. Absolutely. And so like, that's, that's his, that's his kind of his thesis. Yes. You know? Um, and so, that was very refreshing um, yeah. for me to hear because, like, I've always lived in that that tension of like, oh yeah, you know, what do we, how do we apply numbers to our how context? Exactly. How do I make numbers important to students? Now, right. is there is, are there ways to do that? Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. some things you can pull out of there. You can. But is it as important as helping them understand the gospel of Jesus Christ? Right. Like, no. It right. is not. Right. Like because we're not bound by the that law anymore. Right. We're under Christ and we're a new creation that's, under Christ.
0: That's what exactly what we have to understand and kind of put in front of us is there's this new thing that came. And it, yeah. was, and it was Jesus and what he done and that new covenant. And everything after that is, you know, that's the old covenant. Yeah. We don't live by that anymore. And what you know what's crazy to me is something he said and it like it. It kind of like my my old school kind of um, you know Christian background. You know what I mean. Like it kind of like I was like, oh, how dare you? Yeah. But then I thought about it. He was talking about the 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 um, Ten Commandments. I was wait for you to go there. Yeah. And and to be honest, like you know the Ten Commandments are not. Oh, we can't follow the Ten Commandments. Sure. That's not what we're saying, and that's no. not what he's saying. No. But a, a, like looking at our salvation, mm-hmm. looking at grace, looking at what it takes for us to have salvation to have the gift of uh grace that Jesus gave to us the old, the the ten commandments are it has nothing to do with that right and we can follow the ten commandments all we want that's fine that's great you want to do that cool but that is not going to earn you salvation sure what Jesus did and only what Jesus did in the new covenant is what earns us salvation and that was like yeah. And, he, and he even put in there. He said, "I, I know you're probably offended by reading that." And I was like, "I am very offended yeah. by reading this." <laughs> well, but
1: what's he's just echoing the words of Paul. He is. Paul, Paul tells us in Romans, he's like, "If you want to live under the law, that's yeah. fine, but you're going to be judged under the law." Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, if you if your salvation is found in the law, like you're yeah. going to be judged by yes. the root of your salvation. Yes. Like, and so like if you are are seeking after righteousness for the sake of of yep. you know of salvation right. then you are nullifying what jesus has done on the cross come on yeah and so like that's that's where so he's he's taking the words of paul he is bringing them into like a modern context he is and man people didn't like it and so people were like they were like hey you're trying to get rid of the old testament and that's never his thing now does he preach predominantly from the new testament at his church right. yes exactly because I mean, they're I think we should they're working they're working especially with with Christians who yeah. are are new to faith, people who are coming back to church, like yep. the platform is very big, yep. and so like from the stage they're very very wide, so yep. it's hard to go as deep, and so like that that depth is instead provided in like conversations like this, where you're able to to work through like some of the Old Testament stuff, like what do we do with the Book of Judges? Yep, you know what's useful, what's not, right? Because there's some things in the Book of Judges, like if you if you read the Book of Judges and as face value. You could believe that God wants His holy people, mm-hmm. Christians, mm-hmm. the church, to be a militant group that snuff out everything that's counterculture. Yeah, like yeah, that Which is mm-hmm. not the heart of God anymore. Which like,
0: <laughs> there are there are a large number of people who believe that. There are a large yep. number of people who still believe that God's going to come back and smite us, uh, like He did. It, with Noah and the ark, like with he, he, just, he, they believe that we, like they believe, some people believe that COVID was like God saying, "Yep, I'm killing you again." Yep. and it's like that, that's not what God does now.
1: Yeah, well, and 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 the the thing is, God didn't change but like because of salvation through Jesus the method changed. And the method changed. It yep, is exactly. not it's no longer Oh thank you, know, you for that. Yeah that's it, good. That's and exactly. so like that, that's the thing is like people are like, well dude God changed. Well no God didn't change. No. But instead his his method of salvation did exactly. though. Exactly. What what was initially supposed to be salvation through one people mm-hmm. has now come through salvation through one person. person. Yep, who's who's good. died once for all. You know once and for all. so... First for the Jew and the Gentile, you know, anybody who, anybody who believes. And so that's, you know, the words Paul goes in there. And so like, and that's something that we see clearly with Jesus. Anyhow, but the, the old Testament is still useful because I think it shows us the heart of God. Like, for example, one of the things that Andy Stanley says, Mm -hmm. I gotta say, I agree with it. Um, He says that we're no longer bound by the, Mm-hmm. All the laws, like yep. all those three hundred some odd laws, yep. and we are freed from that. Yep, by the words of Jesus, exactly. Like because Jesus says, "A new command I give you, that you mm-hmm. will love one another as I have loved you. You yep. will lo- love love one another, and yep. that is how they will know. The world will know that you're my disciples if you love one another." That part was
0: my favorite. Like,
1: and so the the shift is no longer how do I uphold these ten commandments? How yeah. do I keep these ten commandments? How do I yeah. keep all the law? How do I? How do I? You know set myself apart yeah um in the in those ways instead is what does love require me
0: today yeah what does love require that that's so much harder that question that he brought when he, he asked that same question i was like oh my gosh and he talked about what you're talking about and he used uh the terminology vertical and horizontal yeah so we've lived a vertical life where it's all about us and god us and god yeah like jesus comes in and he says all right love god but also love one another. Yeah. And if and, you love God, you will love one another. And he makes it horizontal. Yeah. And it's, you know, so that it was, it was powerful. Yeah. And, and I do like, I want to echo, um, you know, he's not saying that, that old Testament is not useful. Right. And he is like the whole book from the beginning to the end. He echoes the words of Paul. Yeah, um, he even brings scripture. He's like, "Hey, you don't believe me? Here's the scripture." Yep, and that's what I love so much about it. Like, this isn't just him. And they're not new ideas. Commentary. Yeah, it's
1: not new ideas yeah. of of Andy Stanley from Andy Stanley's brain. Right. It's right. it's like, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna reiterate the words of Paul yeah. in a context so that we as church people, yep, will grasp it and understand it. And so, like, yep. that's that's what's what's refreshing about it is it's not like you know this one rogue pastor who's out there like. Hey, you know, like, yeah. you need you need to focus more on the words of Jesus and not so much on on yeah. the words of Moses. You know, it's like it's not just it's not just him standing up and saying that. Instead, he's right. like drawing back to you. This is what we heard from Paul. This is what we heard yeah. from the apostles. Like so, again, like the Old Testament is wonderful because it shows us a picture of the heart of God. That's the that's the wonderful thing about the law. Yeah, the law shows us what matters to God.
0: Now, I was really um, when all this now this. I, I'm sure that he's probably dealt with some controversy over the last couple of years, but there was like a new controversy um, that he was getting canceled for just a few months ago, and we've kind of been on the on the road to talking about this for a while. Um, but now when I first heard the comments, I was like, man, what? What is he saying? Like, I love Andy Stanley. I have almost all of his books. But now that I've read Irresistible, and I remember talking to you about it, he's like, no, you were like, no, you need to read Irresistible. Yeah. Because this is what he's been saying. Yeah. So when you read Irresistible, and then when you hear what he's talking about in his church to his people, his people are probably understanding the context of what he's talking about. Sure. We're getting, you know, a clip or a quote. And when you put that quote into the context of what he's trying to talk about in Irresistible, it's a whole different ballgame. Sure, Uh, but then also you got people who are just—they're going to be butthurt, and you're coming at their their traditions, you're coming at their you know what they believe, what they you know, uh, and and it's going to be, um, you know, there's going to be some some uh, what 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 am I trying to say? Pushback, pushback, pushback. I was trying to say feedback, but it's not feedback. No, no. Um, but but yeah, so. That was what really stuck out to me was just, and, and and I mean he gives what I love about this book as well. He gives a history, like this is a history lesson. Like he starts from the very beginning. He starts from from Genesis, yeah, and he goes, and it's just this beautiful telling of where it goes, the history of it, and and he talks about the Old Testament and he says, all right, how can we how can we use the Old Testament? Yeah, you know, we we can't apply things in our in you know. <laughs> You know, some of the stuff in there that people were punished for, we can't apply that to our lives. Right. You know, we can't do that because if we're gonna apply one thing, we we have to apply the whole law. Yeah, and then we're gonna be judged under the law, like you said. Right. Um, but what I loved so much about it um was he, he talked about how it's it's historical. Like the old testament is a is a history, it's yeah. a it's a history of the Jewish people, it's a history about what God done in the Jewish people, like God what how God worked in them, how God felt about them. That was, you know. And then it, it was, and it, we can use that as inspiration. Like, I mean, um, there's so many beautiful, um, scriptures and, and sure. places we can go to use that and use inspiration. I mean, like Proverbs is, is a beautiful example of a book we can use uh, sure. as inspiration and application to certain things. But, yeah. Um, but we have to, we just have to understand that not all of it is applicable to our lives, yeah, you know, or even even
1: as applicable, as applicable, uh, yeah. yeah right. I, I think that like you know that's the that's the important thing. All of it can be, all of it's useful, right? All of it's right, and all of it can be can be useful in some way, yeah. And that's one of the things. Like in in one of our preaching classes, like our professor challenged us to look at this passage that like there felt like there was zero connections mm-hmm. to modern world, yeah. Like it's like how do we how do we deal with this? And so yeah. and he's like, no, you got to like look at the Look at the law. Yep. Look at the why behind it. Yep. What's the What's the thing? And so what? What the law was is that you had to essentially the Jewish people were required when they were building their homes to build fences around the roofs. Yeah. Um, now, like, are you required when you build a home to build or to put a fence around your roof? <laughs> no. 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 It's not. It's contextually that's not the the application. Yeah. The application was that was there because there were like. In that time, people spent a lot of time on the roof, and so what? What yep. like the heart of God was? You need to look out for the people around you. Yeah. Is, is the yeah. thought? It's like if you want to be spending, if you're going to invite people to your roof, you need to make sure that you're taking care of them. You know, so like that's you know, that's the the heart of God. Yeah. As, of like you need to watch out for one another. You need to look out for one another, and that carries that tracks. That's something that Absolutely. we can that we can, can
0: use. You can use that. You know, for that, sure. you know, and that's a love. And that's for That's beautiful. Another. I've never right. actually never heard that. That's beautiful. Sure.
1: And so, like, and that's something we talked about and what we worked through. It's like parapets or something like that. I can't remember what the what the word was, but I remember listening. To I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. So, so this truly is all useful. But what what I wanted to talk about the thing that like was a takeaway for me, mm-hmm. somebody who was working predominantly with young Christians mm-hmm. and new Christians, is like this changes the game on how we tell people to read the Bible. Yes, it does. Because like, I don't know if any of our listeners have ever picked up the Bible. And started in Genesis and thought, "Oh my gosh, this is tough." Like you know, because <laughs> yeah. you can get you can get through Genesis yeah. and Exodus, and once you get to Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, yeah. man, isn't this the same thing we just heard? Yeah,
0: <laughs> like, you know, I, I will say, I I used to run from Leviticus, but I got this uh, commentary, like this, um, it's a, like an a exposition of Leviticus, yeah, and it, I love it a lot more. Okay, but it's just like it, it was just the exposition was really just built to point to Jesus. So when it's pointing to uh, what Jesus is going to eventually do for us, then looking at scripture in Leviticus is way more interesting. Yeah. But anyway, continue. Yeah. And so <laughs> if you,
1: if you're looking at it but like people get bogged down in that when oh, you're for just sure. when you're just trying like when you hear about Jesus and you're interested in faith yeah. or you make the decision to follow Jesus, the last thing that you want to do Damn. is read about like all the stuff that happened way, way before him,
0: or in the baguettes. You know, yeah,
1: right, and so like, um, in the baguettes, yeah, <laughs> but like, if what if instead, you know, and this is what I tell students to do anyway, it's mm-hmm. like pick a gospel. Uh, My yeah, favorite same. for for students is Mark. All right, oh, all right, or, or John. I go John. Yeah, Ma- Mark is fast though. It is fast. It's, it's a quick read. Yep, and it gets you like the the action of this is what Jesus was doing. Yep, and then go from there into like. One of the epistles like Romans. Romans is a great place to go. Yeah, it is. Or even, you know, go with Ephesians. Ephesians is awesome. Yep. You know? Yep. In and, and trying to like instead of looking at scripture as oh, this is this is the way it's laid out. This mm-hmm. must be the way I need to read it. Yeah. You know. No. no. It, it was not organized <laughs> for readability. Um yep. it wasn't even organized chronologically. Right. Um, you know, because like right. if you in the book of Job. Should not be where the Book of Job is. Yep. Uh, if it were organized chronologically, so there's there's different pieces in there and, and stuff like that 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 you know we don't understand about the Bible, and then you know we hand it off to a, a new Christian, and yeah. they're like, I hate reading the Bible. Yeah. You know, it's because we didn't set them up to win. Right. And so, like, um, what what I love about this book is it 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 helps on the preaching end. It helps us like look at hey. What's most important for people to hear right now? Yeah. Like, is it important that they understand, you know, all that happened with with Moses and mm-hmm. you know the Exodus? Is it is important that they understand who all the judges were? Is, right. is it important for them to understand exactly what happened in first and second Samuel? All the evil and the good right. kings. Of Israel, like is it you know is it is it important for them to understand all of that, yeah. or is it important for them to understand who Jesus was? Right, and then and later, then them, yeah, and then understand. later, yeah. like hey, you know, where did this, where did this come from? Yes, you know, yes. what it was Jesus referencing again? The Old Testament isn't it's not that it's not valuable, but it's exactly. not as pressing right as like what what we see in the New Covenant laid right. out through Jesus. And there's even stuff in like there's stuff in the New Testament that's not as Like, it's good. It's, Mm -hmm. and it's helpful. And it's stuff that's like, that is applicable. Yeah. But it's not as pressing as, you know, the Gospels or some of the epistles. And, you know, it's like Revelation. Probably don't take that on first, you know? (laughs) Like, and even, even like Philemon, (laughs) great book, short book. You might even think, man, Philemon, I'm going to read that
0: right away. But Philemon, it's like, man, hold on. You know, what? (laughs) I have never heard it said like that. What? Philemon? Philemon. How have I been saying it? How have you been saying it, West Virginia? Oh my god. Did you call it Philemon?
1: I have called it Philemon. Pretty sure it's Philemon. That's amazing. I don't know. Somebody smarter than us I feel like that's, a, feel like that's a moment. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, and that's and that's the other thing too, is like you know what what we were talking about on the like I I called you on the way here and then I was like, I don't want to come off as like some, you know, bible reading expert because right, I haven't no, cracked yeah. the code right. on on how to just just love reading the Bible all the time, you know, for yourself and, and just, you know, and I love the Bible and and I've I've read a lot of it. Yeah. But man, it's hard. It's hard to get that drive to do that. It is uh, to sit down and and open it up and read. But I do promise if you're listening to this and you feel like the Bible is impossible. Yeah. It's, it's, it's okay. It's okay to jump around. Right. (laughs) It is. I mean, it's okay to jump around a little bit. And, And if you've never read a gospel, please do that. Like, yeah. Um,
0: And there are good plans out there. Like there are good uh, balanced plans that will give you a little bit of old, a little bit of new. Yeah. And it, it, I I have a a Bible called Every Day with Jesus. Yeah. And it gives, it jumps around a little bit, but you can read it. uh, You know, uh, day one, day two, day three, and it jumps around. It gives you New Testament, gives you goes back to Genesis, and it gives you a balance of that. So, I mean, if you're going to tackle something like that, you can do it. But like. Also you don't have to do a plan. Sure. You know.
1: And then and the other thing too is like, you know, if you were gonna if you're gonna read it, I would tell like somebody new, I'd be like, hey, read the New Testament. Read the whole of the New Testament. I agree. You know, take revelation with a grain of salt. But like, <laughs> you know, like read read the whole of the New Testament yeah. and then 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 go back and maybe read just the Psalms. You mm-hmm. know, or maybe yeah. maybe jump back and read um just, you know, Genesis and Exodus. Yeah. Like you know or or read first and second samuel or you know whatever it is like just like piece those things those things out and don't feel yeah. like you have to you don't have to read it all in order just read the stuff that feels like it makes the most sense to you right now and then yeah. and then you know maybe later on like cuz getting into the 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 prophets and mm. and all of that business like if you understand what they were prophesying about first, yep. it becomes easier to to, look to, to, that, yeah. to be able to look at that and be like, "Oh, wow, this is a crazy situation that was happening yeah, absolutely. in absolutely for the people of Israel at the time." Yep. But like, you know how the story ends, and so it changes the way that you read.
0: Yeah. The the prophets. So I'm going to be transparent here and say there was a time when I, you know, I, I was a young Christian and I didn't know that the Old Testament was pointing to Jesus. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. And the prophets, all that. Yeah. I had no idea. And it wasn't that I wasn't being taught that. It was just it was just overwhelming to yeah, me. Yeah, sure. And so after learn after reading the New Testament and then understanding that the things happening in the old testament are pointing to this eventual new thing that's coming. Right. Man. it then it was then it was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Then it opened up, you know. Um, but but yeah, there are resources and stuff that, that you can get. But um, I, I, really enjoyed this book. I know that I knew that when you recommended it so highly. So my friend, uh, he pastors, he planted a church in San Francisco. Uh, I say friend, I consider him a mentor. I still, uh, reach out to him when I need prayer. Dennis Adams, he planted in one of the worst parts of San Francisco, planted a church. Um, he sent me this book several years ago, uh, right when I moved out to Illinois and he's like, you need to read this. He sent me this book, yeah. and he sent me, um, I think, Letters, Letters to the Church by Francis Chan. Yeah. I haven't read that one yet. But um, he sent me this book, and I, I just hadn't picked it up yet. You know, It was just one of the books I wanted to read. And I, I will say, just I, I loved this book. Yeah. And I love also, um, he mentions in this book, and I, I think this is kind of online with what we're talking about, um, he, he talks about having to have conversations with people and learning how to have conversations with people that don't turn them off from the gospel. Yep. Don't turn them off from Christianity. Making Christianity irresistible again, like right. it was when it was the way. Yeah. And he talks about how, and, and you know, I, I can think about this, man, and I can think about conversations I've had and conversations I've heard where people are genuinely wanting understanding, they're genuinely asking questions, and the first thing we do is, Oh, uh, well, the Bible says, yeah. And hear me like, hear, hear my heart with this. I'm not like, I'm not saying it's bad to go to the Bible and no. it's not bad to use scripture because it's, it's useful. But when we just immediately go to that, it, a lot of times people are like, I don't want to hear what the Bible says. I want to hear your story or, I want to hear what God has done in your life. I want to hear what Jesus has done in your life. Like, like we, we are missing opportunities to have these real conversations um, and again, I'm not trying to say we can't use the Bible sure. in these conversations, but I'm saying like a lot of times we will take that and we'll just use it as a, Hey, shut up. I'm yeah. right. Yeah. The Bible says, you know, um, but I, I heard a conversation on, on social media the other day and it was this group of guys with this group of women and they were, they were talking about, you know, some hot issues right now. And the guy, the guy cut off their conversation. They were genuinely asking questions. The guy just cuts off their conversations. He says, ah, "The Bible says," and that shut them completely down. And then it became an argument. Yeah, and that's a lot of times what happens. Right. Know?
1: Well, and and the, I think the other thing too with like you you were talking about your your buddy that sent this to you and it kind of rolls in here too. It's like this book changed the way I preach because mm-hmm. because like it, there is that tendency because the Bible said thing. Yeah. Like. I didn't take it that direction. I right. didn't think about it like shutting down conversations right. and stuff like that. It was more like, you know, give the context of what's happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, just for you to say the Bible says, the Bible actually doesn't say anything. People <laughs> who wrote right. books in the Bible, right. people who have stories, people who have, like, yeah. connection to Jesus, yeah. you know, like, people People wrote the Bible. Yep. Like, the Bible didn't write the Bible. Right. The Bible don't say nothing. Right. People say
0: something. Yeah. And so, like... And God, like, God, God inspired this, and people yeah. wrote this. Right. And it was people who were, yeah. you know... Yeah. So, Pe- yeah. And
1: so, but to be able to say, like, you know, um, one of, like, the things that Andy Stanley talks about in, in the book, he's like, you know, if you're talking about the book of James, mm-hmm. say, hey, James... The, we're, we're going to read out of James. Yep. James was the brother of Jesus. Yep. What would it take for your brother to convince you that he was the son of God? Yeah. You know, that's like, that's the the change there. And being able to say like, hey, James didn't even, he didn't believe that Jesus was the son of God until right. he rose from the dead. Right. Like, you know, that adds richness it and does. complexity yeah. to what is saying, being said rather than saying um, the Bible says yeah. blank
0: or even, even, the book of James
1: says, like, you don't know who James is." It adds you know? the
0: human element to it, like it adds that that w- that w- we're looking for, that people sure. are looking for, people are searching for that that human side of things, yeah, um, to connect
1: it. And just the 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 revelation too that like like God used people then to convey His messages, yeah, and and I believe that God still uses people to convey Amen. like His heart to the world around us. Amen. Now, I think that where the Bible becomes very very useful. Is it, it helps us it gives us like a, a measuring stick mm-hmm. to be able to see who is God, what's the character of Jesus. Absolutely and you know, and is this true? Yep. So if like if you got somebody who's telling you something that they were given from God, yeah, but you have no biblical framework for that, mm-hmm. like it, then you know that it probably isn't from God. Exactly. Like so like it, it gives
0: that's, us that's a that's a major key.
1: Yeah, and it, it gives us it gives us wisdom to discern what is real and what is not. Come so on, if like if you know if you feel like God is telling you that you need to you know like kill your neighbor, <laughs> right? <laughs> like yeah. it's probably not the case. You know, <laughs> um, it's just it's just not the way. Yeah. And, and then the other thing though too, but like and that's like a, a ludicrous example. But you know, um, if you if we begin to look at Scripture mm-hmm. um, and look at like the current issues of like what. Um, Whether it's uh, oh, like abortion, like you know, let's just talk about something that's super. And we're not going to this. We're not getting into this. Okay, but rather, what I'm saying (laughs) is that if you look at scripture, the issue of abortion becomes so multifaceted very quickly. Oh yeah, because there's love for this unborn child, but there's also love for these scared mothers. Yeah, you know, and like, where do you draw the line in safety Mm. and security, and like? And that's and that's hard. But yeah. what's great about scripture is you can use scripture to help you measure what is true, yeah, and be able to understand and like to to have a better understanding of what to what to believe about a certain situation, yeah. And the, and the, and you know, if you feel like God's really leading you towards something, you know, like is this something that we see God lead other people towards in scripture? You know, like if if you know if something that that you feel God's leaning towards. Mm-hmm. For example, when we were in Africa, uh, when we were in Africa, we met this guy. He was a pastor of a church. Okay. Um, and he, after we left Africa, he had, his wife was pregnant with their, I think fourth child. Mm-hmm. She went into the hospital to have this baby mm-hmm. and he left his family, left his family, abandoned his family mm-hmm. for six months, claiming the Lord told him to abandon his family. Oh my God and and so like wow the, the reality is is like I was able to tell this guy via the internet like yeah. you know via Facebook messenger yeah. that would not happen that is not the character of no, God man. what wow. you're saying is totally outside of man. the bounds of who God is and what God does yeah that was you your flesh wanted that exactly and so like you you went off and Jesus. did these things that you shouldn't have done yeah. and you've claimed that it was God that told you that is a misuse of scripture <sighs> and the yeah. misuse of, of of the authority placed on him by his church as a pastor it happened so much sure and what i'm saying though is as christians like that gives us the ability to say wait a minute minute, hang on you know yeah like is this is this true right you know because the title of pastor and the title of christian the title of you know somebody who has the holy spirit living within them that does not dictate whether or not you get to establish truth Mm. you know the truth is Mm. revealed through scripture Mm. and it is useful but like we need to go back and use that to help us To weigh our own thoughts and leanings. absolutely. But also the thoughts and leanings of other people. Because the wonderful thing about irresistible, there are some parts in there that are hard to read. Yeah. Because it's challenging. It's challenging, yep. But if you go to Scripture... It's true.
0: It's true. Like it's the there.
1: challenge, like you know, the tra- challenge is affirmed yep. by something else in Scripture, yep. and so you're able to use Scripture to measure and weigh what's going on. So I think that's like, yeah, it's super important. I know that was a, that was a big long tangent. I, no, I hope you guys were taking notes there. No, it's 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 something though that I think that like that we as Christians, especially when we talk about a book, that yeah. you know on the surface level and what you might hear from the internet absolutely. is this guy's trying to throw out pieces of scripture. Absolutely. That's not what's happening. Absolutely. Scripture is very important very and important. we want to to convey to here on the Bad Apples podcast, yeah. we believe in the authority and the power in the redemptive work that happens through the words of the Bible. Yep. And I, I think he used... We also, you know, we want people to read and use scripture in appropriate ways.
0: Absolutely. He, he, used, he used hard terminology. Yeah. He used, um, you know, he used the words like obsolete. He used words like that But it wasn't, I don't, I, I, and I don't know the guy, but I don't think it was for shock value. Right. I think it was just, there has to be this hard contrast. There has to be a very hard line that says, Hey, this is old covenant. Mm -hmm. This is new covenant. Like there has to be that. And there's a, there's a, he talks about the mix and match all throughout the book of churches, Christians who will mix and match old and new and to look at it and say, "Hey, wait, is this new covenant or is this old covenant?" And and so I think it's just a very powerful read. Yep. And there is, if you skim the internet, you're going to see nothing but out of context quotes. Yeah, um, you're going to see a lot of you know bashing from very you know from a lot of uh, my Facebook and Twitter was just riddled with it when this when it's all when a couple of quotes from his hit. Um, couple months ago but but i when i'm reading this book i'm telling you it's it's a powerful read yeah it's and, it, powerful and it's useful read. for everybody and so it really is
1: i think that you know what we were talking about when we were we taking away things from the book i think it can change the way that you read scripture i agree which is valuable to every christian absolutely uh, it changes the way you preach which is valuable to people who are in charge of yeah. conveying yeah. scripture whether you're you're a teacher like you know leading a small group yeah or whether you're you know Preaching from a stage, yeah. or whether you're in a Sunday school, you're on a podcast, or whether, or, or if you're just sitting with your kids, like it's yeah. important that you just you having know. conversations, yep. you know, so being being mindful of those kind of things. So, yeah, um, man. you know, so responsibly teaching it, um, you know, the the other pieces like you know using like where does the Bible fit in with all of this? Yeah, and that's all great. Um, like as far as like figuring out what what do we use the Bible for, mm-hmm. um, and why is it still important? Yeah. You know. Uh, 'Cause it is critical critical. But the last thing that I really wanted to talk about, and we talked about it just very briefly, mm-hmm. is that what does love require me today? That's this book, right?
0: That's this book. Okay, yeah. good. All right. I was because yeah. he, he brings yeah.
1: it up in another book too. He does. Um, yeah.
0: He talks about deep and wide in this book. Okay. Uh, and so I think that So it's probably deep and wide that he brings it up in, right? Or no. I don't, I don't
1: know. No, I it was actually it's uh it's not in it to win it. Another fantastic book. Okay. If you find yourself frustrated by faith and politics, mm. read that book. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, yeah. Because yeah. what, what happens is <laughs> if you look at what happened with North point, uh, when, when COVID happened, mm-hmm. they immediately said like three weeks in or something like that, that yeah. they were just not, we're not going to open the doors again for in-person worship for a year. Right. They came out ahead and said that and people threw a fit. Yep. Now I don't know if that was right decision or wrong decision. However,
0: now North Point is him, right? Yeah, that's him. Okay. yeah. Yep. Okay.
1: So like that's that's his church. Okay. Now, right decision, wrong decision, I don't know. That's not for me to say. But what he was measuring that decision through is what does love require of me today? Yep. So yep. in his mind, the most loving thing that he could do was not have super spreader events every weekend. Right. And and Divert their efforts to helping connect with people. Yep in in, in a non like massive gathering event. Now I, again, and, and he like in podcasts and stuff, he's like, you know, it, that was the that was the best decision at the time that we could have made. He's sure, like, I, I don't know if it was like I think he's even said like I'm not sure if it was the best decision. Sure, but like it was what we but did at the time. The, that's but at what the we did. But you're, he was measuring through that lens. But what happened was people, you know, yeah people took it out of context uh, of and it's like yeah, of oh this is a political thing this yep. is a fear thing this is a whatever oh, thing gosh. this is a you know yeah. and and really it, it came down to like hey they were just trying to make a loving decision right man and and i mean you know and people, that's hard
0: yeah it is it's very hard uh but yeah that it that was a powerful it was a power, there was so much in this book but it was a powerful chapter uh, about yeah. what love requires of me today and it's harder yeah it yeah. is because we can have you know, I think. And I think looking at my life, and like looking at that, and it, it it just resonates with me a lot because there was a time a couple of years ago where I was looking for people to love me. Yeah, I was looking for that genuine love, and I and I was having, a i mean, I was having a hard time finding it. Yeah, but I found it. But what was crazy was like I felt like I had heard the like the the loud cymbals and yeah. I had heard the noisy gongs. Yeah, but I didn't hear any love. I heard the tongues of men and I heard all this, you know. Uh, the prophecy and all that, but I, I really wasn't feeling any and, and seeing any love. And if, and what he talks about in that book is, like, Paul says, you know, if I don't have love, I'm nothing. Yeah. And we have to love first and love most. Yeah. And, you know, so I think that's a really important thing to ask yourself with this new new covenant, the horizontal, love God, love one another, what does love require me of me right now, yeah. today? Yeah, and it's powerful, and it,
1: and it's harder too because like the nice thing about the Ten Commandments is it's a list of ten things, and if you do those ten things, you're in. Yeah, you know, like yeah. right. And, right. And so checklists are easy to manage. What's harder to manage are situations and circumstances exactly. where it's like, how do I love my neighbor yeah. when you know they uh, don't pick up the don't pick up the the branch that fell off their tree into my yeah. yard. Yeah, you know that's something. I mean that's kind of flippant, but yeah. like or you know or how do you how do you love your boss? Yeah. You know what does that require of you? What
0: does being the good Samaritan you know, require? Like, what does it look like today? Yeah. You know, what does how does being to, that good Samaritan look like?
1: What does love require of you with that that difficult family member? What yeah. does love require of you? You know, like yeah. that is that so much harder because it's like it's non, it's non like prescriptive. It's not, yeah. it's not like if you just do this, you've done it. It's yeah. instead like there's the nuance of how do you love this person. And so what Jesus calls us to is not easier mm. it's it's yeah. better in yeah. the sense of like you know yeah we're you know salvation is not on our merit right and that's that's wonderfully free right but what he calls us to is so much harder mm. uh, because mm. because you you don't have the luxury of just keeping a checklist it is actually looking at people looking at the the complexity of the problems yeah that you you deal with as far as interacting with people yeah and trying to answer the question what does what does love require of me today yeah. if 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 the world will know yeah that we are his disciples by the way that we love one another yeah what does that require of me Man. today because it's hard it's harder it is and 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 honestly if you're doing that the 10 commandments the law yeah. you're gonna see all of that like exactly already fruit in your life like exactly you know if, if you truly love God, you know, the, like, and if you're making it your mission to love God, yep. the first four of the Ten Commandments are going to be a cakewalk. Yeah. Because it's just part of what you're doing. Right. If you're trying to love other people, then the next six are going to be right, right in the vein of what loving other people looks like. Yep. That, and, know, as
0: he, and he mentioned that. He talked about, you know, when you're loving God, you're loving one another. Yep. You're, you're literally living out. Right. What God expects yeah. of
1: you. The the law becomes like just part yeah. of what you're doing.
0: I um, mean we can't we can't hit a checklist if we if we could have, yeah. we wouldn't need Jesus. No, exactly. But um but there are things that we can do, you know. So. Sure. Yeah, so man. anyway, that's the book wow. in a nutshell.
1: You should check it out. There's a lot more words I'm, in there. I'm in telling there. you,
0: there, there's so much more that we can unpack there. Um uh, it, it was it was a great read. I su- I suggest it. I recommend it for New Christians, old Christians, anybody anybody who wants to just just read it, I I really suggest or listen to it, whatever. If you're like, it's a good listen. Um, but I yeah, I totally recommend this book. Love this book. So good. And love this conversation. Yeah. Bro, it's summer. Yeah, it is. And I think the best way we can end this episode is giving the people a little sample of a summer jam. Right now, oh from our friend, <laughs> he's not really our friend, um, but our friend Forrest Frank. Have you ever heard of him? No. All right, he's a part of this group called Surfaces. Have you heard the song "Sunday Best," which is like yeah, a- yeah, yeah. Okay, so he's a Christian. Okay. Well, both of them are Christians, and he's kind of started making some like solo music. He's got some. He's got some really good uh, songs out there. But this song is called "Summer Love." We want to end this episode with giving you a little bit of a summer jam. Remember, God loved us. First, God loved us best, and God loves us what? Most. This is the Bad Apples podcast. It is.
1: And underneath the moon and stars. Oh, this summer, love is forever. Oh, that's pretty cool. It's a good gene, yeah, it is. So cold, I might need a sweater Tan lines, that's the only productivity I've been working hard, you'd have thought that there was 10 of me Good vibes, right here is the epitome All I feel is love radiating from your energy Let's go somewhere far away We'll make it the greatest escape. I'll be right here every day